Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken. It is Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. That's why he's been my dentist for the last 28 years. I made that call back in, man, what year was that? 1993? It's been a long time, but I'll tell you what, well worth the effort to make the call and to visit that office. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports shall we? Colts camp starts 22 days from today at Grand Park. It's going to be open to the public. No COVID-related attendance restrictions whatsoever. You got to get a free ticket online. Other than that, come on out and let's watch some of these positional battles, which I think are going to be kind of fascinating. Um, The quarterback position, no positional battle there, but we're going to want to see what Carson Wentz is, and we're going to want to see what Jacob Eason is. Carson Wentz Gets a little bit dinged up. He had the back injury. He's had a knee injury. And so the backup quarterback position is really important. What does Jacob Eason look like in his second camp? That's going to be important to watch. Cornerback. Yikes. Rocky Scene versus Marvell Tell versus Isaiah Rogers. Who's going to be the third cornerback? Xavier Rhodes at one. You've got Kenny Moore at the slot. EJ Carey. Another guy who could wind up uh, kind of fitting in at that third cornerback spot. So that third cornerback is going to be an interesting positional battle that's going to be settled during camp. You've got uh, the Sam linebacker. That's going to be interesting with Zaire Franklin, EJ Speed. Uh, Those guys kind of trying to figure out who's going to play that position. How about the defensive end position opposite Quiddy Pay? Quiddy Pay is going to be a starter. At the opposite... And you've got Al-Kadeen Muhammad, you've got Kamoko Ture, Ben Banigou, you've got Taekwon Lewis. A lot of guys are going to rotate, so I'm not sure really whether it matters who plays uh, or who starts because a lot of guys are going to play. The Colts, they like to keep 9, 10 defensive linemen and rotate those guys throughout the game so they stay fresh. You've got the kicker battle between Rodrigo Blankenship, the doink master, keeps knocking them off the right upright. Boy, oh boy, if the uprights were just a little bit wider, right? Blankenship had never miss. And he's going up against Eddie Pinheiro, who used to be the kicker for the Chicago Bears. You got tight end, too. And that's kind of interesting, although I'm not sure it's really important who starts between Jack Doyle and uh, Mo Ali Cox, because both those guys are going to get a lot of run at tight end. The Colts, they utilize their 53-man roster. They don't just hold guys back and sit them and tell them, you know what, we'll get to you when we get to you. That's not the way the Colts work. These guys all play, and so I'm not sure it really matters to many of these guys who the starter winds up being. Uh, Mo Ali Cox, you look at his numbers on Pro Football Focus, they are really hard to ignore. One of the best tight ends in the NFL. Jack Doyle's been terrific. We'll see if Jack Doyle can kind of be that, uh, that Ertz, type guy 
or whether Cox can be the Ertz to uh, to Carson Wentz's Wentz, right? When he was with the Eagles, when he had Ertz, he was pretty good. And, and so we'll see if one of those guys can fit that role for Carson Wentz. Uh, the Pacers, looks like, according to the Indianapolis Stars' uh, Jay Michael, that they're going to keep, uh, or chances are good, they're going to keep Calbert Chaney as a part of this coaching staff, which is a good thing. And then they've got pre-draft workouts today that Calbert, in advance of this coaching staff coming on board, uh, has run some of these workouts. We see him in the B-roll of the workouts that's provided by the Pacers because we don't get to watch him anymore because of, of COVID. We're not in the room at the St. Vincent Center watching these workouts. Uh, but they've got Kai Jones out of Texas. He's going to work today. He's 6'10". And when you read his strengths and weaknesses, sounds a lot like Miles Turner. He's a kind of a stretch four type guy without an interior post game. And then you've got Moses Moody out of Arkansas, 6'4 and a half. He's that wing-type guy, uh, a good off-the-ball scoring threat, uh, not a dominant ball guy. At, at Arkansas, he really looked like he knew how to play and understood the game. I like him a lot. Good morning. How are you, uh, How are you, John? Nice to see you. Um, Indiana picked up another commitment yesterday. They're ninth of the 2022 recruiting class. They get uh, James Mons, a cornerback out of Vero Beach, Florida, 696 he's ranked in the country. What separates him from 652 or 649 or 712? I don't know. I'm not that smart, and i got to tell you the truth. I don't think the people who do the rankings are that smart either. But he's a cornerback, and he's going to come to Indiana and, and play football. Three-star guy. The stars, I think, are reasonable, right? You've got three-star traits, four-star traits, five-star traits, I get that, but separating 696 from 596 from 496, that's, uh, that's tough business. Um, so anyway, Indiana, uh, they get that commitment from James Mons, and uh, they keep recruiting the hell out of Florida, don't they? They are good at recruiting Florida. Tom Allen, great uh, you know, ties to Florida, having been in Plant City, and, and you've got Kevin Wright who is the director of football at the IMG Academy in Bradenton. you got a lot of Florida connections within that coaching staff that's allowing them to go down to Florida, utilize the relationships that they got, and go get guys who can flat play. And you want a reason why Indiana's kind of taking a step up? You know what? LEO might have something to do with it, but this pipeline to Florida, that's key. It, all the love in the world ain't going to lift you to wins over Michigan if you don't have talent, if they don't have speed, you got problems, right? So uh, remember Bill Lynch. Nobody loved his players more than Bill Lynch. Still loves his players, for goodness sake. So it, it, it ain't all about love. It's about speed, and Florida is where you go get speed. Uh, Purdue players, uh, basketball players playing in the uh, U19 World Cup, Doing really, really well. Caleb first and Jaden Ivey both had 14 in a win over Mali. I got to tell you, if the United States had lost to Mali, maybe it's time to deflate all the basketballs in the country, shutter all the gyms, and just declare this a basketball bereft country. I don't know where Mali is. I know it's a tiny country without a whole lot of people. And if the United States can't beat Mali, goodness, 
where are we as a, a basketball power? They did beat Molly, so it's all moot. Zach Eady, he's averaging 13.5 and, and 15.5 and for Canada through their first two games. So it's good for these guys. Mo basketball, mo better, right? Indiana, uh, just over a month from going to Atlantis to play a couple of scrimmages. That's going to be good for the Hoosiers, good for Mike Woodson, as Mike Woodson kind of figures out the college game and this team figures out Mike Woodson. That's going to be important. A few notes. Tomorrow is the deadline for uh, guys who have declared for the draft to pull their name out of the draft and return to their universities. In advance of that, we've had a couple of guys from the Big Ten decide they're leaving the draft and coming back to their schools. Devontae Jones, one of those. He, from Coastal Carolina, but transferring to Michigan, feels like at Michigan he's going to get a good shot to impress people as part of a conference, not the Sun Belt. He was the Sun Belt Player of the Year. What's that mean to an NBA team? Not a lot. Being the Player of the Year in the Big Ten or being an All-Big Ten guy means something. Uh, E.J. Liddell is coming back to Ohio State. He was a first-team All-Big Ten kid last year. He is returning. And uh, that's good for Chris Holtman and the Buckeyes. Not so good for everybody else in the Big Ten, so I'm not excited about him coming back, right? Why do I want him to come back? I love Chris Holtman, but against Indiana and Purdue, I'd like to see him lose a couple of times. Um, Aaron Wiggins, he's going to stay in the draft rather than return to Maryland. That's a good thing for everybody else in the Big Ten because Aaron Wiggins can flat play. The NBA Finals start tonight. 9 o'clock on ABC, it's the Suns hosting the Bucks, and we have no idea whether Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to play. He's listed as doubtful right now, but Mike Budenholzer says that uh, Antetokounmpo has done some work over the last couple of days, and he's getting closer. He's making progress. We'll see what that means. If if the Bucks don't have Antetokounmpo, I, I think the, the Suns win this thing in five or six. If you do have Antetokounmpo, it could go seven and go either way. So, uh, but we'll see. This is the first time that the Suns have been in the finals since 1993. First time since the or that the Bucks have been in the finals since 1974. Oscar Robertson played for that 1974 team. He's in his early 80s. That's how long ago it was that the Bucks played in the finals. The Cubs they lost their 10th straight last night. They lost the Phillies 13 to three. Gave up nine in the last two innings, and uh, man, Cubs just stink on ice. They've been outscored in this 10-game stretch 68-25. to 25. Their offense is terrible. Their defense not great. Their pitching out of the bullpen has been god-awful, and, and so they are now in third place, a whole bunch of games out of first, and a half game ahead of the Cardinals in that, that crucial battle for fourth place. Time for Jed Hoyer to start working the phones and prepare for trade deadline deals that can restock the farm system because that's the only way this team's going to get better. Status quo is not going to get it done for the Chicago Cubs, and and that's just the way it is. You've got the All-Star break coming up at the end of this week. So Cubs, six more games, three against the Phillies, three against the Cardinals. We'll see how they do. As always, we, uh, you know, we hope for the best and we fear the worst. And our fears have uh, yeah come true the last 10 days. So if you had a child born on June 25th, that child has never been alive for a Cubs victory. Little message to my son. 
Uh, birthdays. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Nick DeGilio. Ah, it sounds like WGN, right? Uh, I interviewed, uh, I went up, and, and I thought I had a good shot at the job as the assistant program director at WGN. This is 10, 12 years ago, uh, interviewing up there 10 years ago with Kevin Matheny. And I knew that the interview was not good and that even if offered, I wasn't going to take the job because he said some negative things about Nick DeGilio that made me believe that Kevin didn't know as much about his radio station or radio in general as I needed him to in order to work for him. Uh, Don McSwain, happy birthday, Terry Myers, happy birthday, Tita Wenger, Toby Cavoyan, Ron Lee, Jeff Kuhn, Richard Searles, happy birthday, the great Aaron Torres, Listen to his podcast about college basketball. Very, very smart guy, funny guy, energetic guy, terrific podcast. And uh, Eric McMillan celebrating a birthday as well. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. A little bit later today, Inside Indiana Sports Now. Who are we going to talk to? We'll talk to Moses Moody. And we will also talk to Kai Jones about their workout with the Pacers and what they expect out of the draft and how nerve-wracking it is to know that, you know, in under a month, their new hometown's going to be selected for them. Kind of odd. Like, if you're drafted by San Antonio, all of a sudden you become a Texan. If you're drafted by the Bulls, you're a Chicagoan. If you're drafted by the Pacers, you're a Hoosier. You know, it's just... It's, it's kind of that simple. It's got to be harrowing for these guys. We'll talk about that about 3 o'clock this afternoon.